Welcome to Making Waves, the creative event production podcast, the podcast that explores the exhilarating world of meetings and events. I'm your host, Heidi Brumbaugh, CMP, CEO and executive producer at Technish Creative. With over 30 years in this business, I'm still curious to learn from my brilliant peers through thoughtful and fun conversations. So listen in as I uncover the stories, ideas, and inspirations that drive those creative minds across various disciplines in the meetings and events industry. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Making Waves, the creative event production podcast. We're in for a treat today because a thunderstorm just started, so uh, this could be exciting. Um, Today, I want to talk about wellness. My guest today is Christine Iverson, founder of Crow Practice. Um, She's a keynote speaker, a wellness advocate, an activist, and a business owner, and someone that I like to call a friend. She actually started Crow Practice, which stands for Coordinated Response on Wellness, several years before it came popular during the pandemic. Um, Now, wellness is taking over not only in people's personal lives, but in the event industry. So I want to thank her for being here, and welcome, Christine. Hey, Thank Christine. You so much, Heidi. Thank you. It was a beautiful opening. Thanks so much for having oh. me. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so I know that your your business has kind of boomed in the last year, two years, um, mm-hmm. as much as, <laughs> you know, it was kind of a nice reaction to the the pandemic and everything. But But you you got started in this many, many years ago. I wanna know a little bit about your background. How did you get started? Sure, I was actually going through a yoga certification at the time. I was in a life transition. I had left cruise ships, I was back on land and I didn't know what my next step was. So I, um, I threw my, it was a 13 month yoga certification and Crow started very heavily yoga-based because that's what I was practicing at the time. And you start where you start. Uh, We started offering yoga and then expanding with other fitness classes like boot camp, Zumba, and corporations and apartments before we really got into DMCs and the live event world. So why do you think the wellness concept is taking off at events or, or why has it taken off in the last few years? There, so there was a huge wellness trend pre-COVID and then obviously with the virus, with you know, everything that you know, happened to, to the world at large and to specifically the event industry, um, I don't really have to convince anyone that their dollars are well spent on wellness. Um, it is needed from from all aspects, physical, mental, emotional. So that's interesting. I want to talk about the investment part a little bit later, but mm-hmm. first I want to talk about how how is wellness being incorporated into um, events, but kind of specifically corporate um, conferences and things, because that's where people are leaving their homes for multiple days. They're staying in a hotel, they're eating in restaurants, they're doing a lot of things. And I think the um, kind of the, the old snapshot of what a conference looked like and what corporate travel looked, business travel looked like has changed. Um, and there's a lot of opportunity and I'm gonna hear about how, how you're incorporating it into an event like that. 
Sure, sure. Um, we offer over a hundred different services. So we have several different categories. So one that people often think of first when they hear wellness would be fitness sessions. So this could be yoga, boot camp. It could be a pound session, which would be more of a unique service or something like sound healing, which um, is one of the services that I'd love to sell and also participate in if you're unfamiliar with sound bowls. Um, but we also have puppy yoga and goat yoga. Um, so a wide variety of fitness classes nationwide. Then we have flow stations. So a flow station would be something where it's a high packs count over several hours. So usually there's going to be a number of other activations going on. Maybe it's a trade show, maybe people are checking in and this is their registration process. So we often offer chair massage um, on a flow, uh, aromatherapy where they make a bath salt or they can make their own tea blend would be another popular service that we have. Um, but people love to not only get a bit of education, but also when you can do something tactile and create your own aromatherapy gift for either yourself or maybe a spouse, a loved one, a child. Um, it's great. Pe people love the experience. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the... Um well, here's an issue that, that I've felt and that I've heard, but wellness is kind of personal. Um, people might feel comfortable going to their gym at home or, you know, they have, they have their own personal routines. And when you get mm -hmm. into a business setting, it, it feels different. You know, all of a sudden you're kind of exposing a different part of yourself that that could be one reason or it could be that um they don't buy into it you know they, they they come for the networking they come for the education they come for the business content and you know it's kind of woo woo you know it's kind of you know people think that well some people may think that it's it's not really business it's it's something else so how have you encountered that and what have you heard that mm -hmm. um kind of opens the door to that at, at events? Sure, sure. Um, I'll say that industry trends do show that um, in terms of fitness classes, sometimes they are not attended well. And our numbers do confirm that, although we sell a lot of fitness classes. Now, um, where the industry um, is going is more wellness tracks and incorporating wellness into every single day and every single aspect of a meeting. So what that looks like is more of the food choices, which would be on the hotel or the space choices. Um, by a space choice, I mean like a meditation area, a Zen Den room, a quiet space. Because when you're at these conferences for two, three, four days nonstop, sometimes just a relaxed chill room is appreciated. So do you think that it's a demand that the public is asking for? Because we all know, you know, work from home has become popular. Um, you know, there's, there's a growing population that um, 
is thinking more about work-life balance and their priorities are different. And it could be the younger generation or it could be um, everyone because they experienced it for a couple of years working in a different situation. And a lot of people kind of learned to prioritize their, their wellness and their personal lives. So do you think it's, it's coming from that? Um, two things. One, anytime we have the younger generation, um, our numbers are higher. So that's to be noted. Um, and then secondly, when um, it's personal, but yet companies do see the value. Um, we've had individuals after a tea workshop write a note to their employer thanking their employer for this beautiful experience that they provided. So there's a lot of, um, and that is not uncommon for us either. Um, post a program for us, our providers will fill out surveys and give us data. So we have our provider's perspective, but when we get the participants themselves writing their employer's thank you notes for, you know, this aromatherapy and sound healing experience, I've never experienced anything like this. And I'm so happy to be working for a company that will provide this to us. I feel like that that is a win-win-win for everyone. So do you think the the event planner. Ooh, that was a big one. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that on your end. I did. I did, yeah. Um, do you think the planner or the buyer, the end, the end client, do they see the same kind of value? Like they might feel like that's great that people appreciate it, but is there a true return on investment? Um, I will say that data does show that team building will have a return on investment. So that team building can look like a corporate team build from a corporate company, or that team build can look like a workshop experience, a speaker, a fitness class, but there is real data to prove, um, which is why, you know, the, these companies are investing in in the expense of bringing their employees together live and giving them some type of unique experience. Do you think there's any pushback from attendees that believe that, you know, you're just pushing this ideal ideology on me and I'm not going to participate. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm just here for the classes. I'm here for the CEUs. Uh, you know, do you see that? Or do you think there's, so, there's potential for that? Um, yeah. You know, I'll say, um, on a per program basis. So a lot of what we offer is optional. So no one's being forced to attend something. On the few occasions, for example, um, the end client was a pharmaceutical company and they travel a lot. So they were actually, everyone, 150 people were required to attend a self-defense class because their CEO oh, that's believed- great. Absolutely. You know, their CEO believed that their job with all of their travel and you um, uh, I'm going to say a lot of the times they look, they're, they're not carrying pharmaceuticals, but someone who wants pharmaceuticals may think that they are. So their CEO mandated that all 150 reps attend this self-defense class. So 
there was no pushback on that. Um, you know, when, when the CEO of a multi-million dollar company, she felt incredibly strong um, that she wanted her people to, to have this experience in education. Yeah. Well, I'm a firm believer that the even just the healthier menus and the activities and, you know, I, I think the days of sitting in session after session after session are coming to an end and definitely should come to an end. But I think the return on investment, either from the corporation paying for their employees to be there or even an independent business owner who's you know, footing the bill to attend a conference, I just think the return on investment is so much better because you're, I mean, it's, it's justifiable because you're, your brain works better, you feel better, you know, you should, you're getting better quality sleep. And those are things, you know, for people that are on the road a lot, mm -hmm. that's all important. And, um, you know, I think it does, it does show a big cost benefit in the end. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me about some of the applications that like the most creative applications that you've done or even seen or that you'd like to do? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, one of our big successes was uh, a year ago now. We were still, you know, in a year ago now, live events were coming back, but we were still doing virtual, you know, even just, even just a year ago. Um, and we ended up offering eight different uh, stations, two of them creative builds. Um, and that was a huge, huge win for us. Uh, we had a sound healing experience with several providers. We had a nutrition station, eat this, not that. Um, it was a talk. And then we had a separate nutrition station where we had one-on-ones with participants and they filled out a survey and then they received personal nutrition information based on their responses. We had uh, a fitness station. We had so many things going on. Um, it was, we pulled in a lot of our strong Orlando providers. We pulled in a contracted PM. This was, um, uh, honestly, from the standpoint of where the company was, we weren't necessarily ready at the time of signing that contract to pull this off and we did and we did with flying colors so it was i what was do you very think very is proud. In, yeah what do you think is in the future like how do you see things evolving and <laughs> right <laughs> um so we are plan this year um is to go more national and white label with more providers because we have strong relationships with a lot of the dmcs and leveraging those relationships nationwide so we're focused right now on building out south florida and chicago seems to be where we're getting the the most um uh, proposals and traction right now. Um, a few things in other cities, DC, Jersey, Vegas, here and there. But um, yeah, we're, uh, I, I feel like the future is multiple services, multiple days. There's a benefit. I just sent a proposal to Boca and it is for like a dozen services to Boca. Um, and there were several things which we could not provide but the client was interested in all of these things and it's so much easier for the dmc to come 
to one vendor and get 12 out of the 15 services that they're going to contract. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christine, if somebody wants to follow you or get in touch, where do they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, CrowPractice.com is the site. Our Instagram handle is at Wellness Expert Hub. Um, we're on Facebook. And I do have a personal site, www.ChristineIverson.com. And that's obvious. Uh, I didn't even get to, I, I forgot to even mention the book. Um, I assume the yeah. book is available at the website, uh, uh, Calm in the Chaos. Um, mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that before we part ways? Sure, sure. Um, in COVID uh, live events, we all had some downtime. I wrote a book called Calm in the Chaos. That's what I, what I did with my time. Um, it is a bit about um, my personal journey and I'm sharing some tools and techniques that have helped me. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for being here. Um, hopefully you are relaxing with a nice cup of tea or something in this storm. Um, but I know that you'll be busy again soon and uh, probably I, actually I think you have at two o'clock right after this. So <laughs> I appreciate you so much, Christine. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Making Waves, the Creative Event Production Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you on this journey with me. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and come back for future episodes. And don't forget, stay curious, stay inspired, stay creative, and make waves.